It's 2013. Miley Cyrus has dramatically shared her Disney Channel persona with her hit track, Wrecking Ball. Daft Punk are dominating dance floors worldwide with Get Lucky, and Beyonce has broken all records by dropping a 14-track album with no advance warning. Despite all this, one song looms large over the year, dwarfing all that came before or after it. Its name? Blurred Lines. It's a cultural flashpoint. The court of public opinion spins into overdrive with the song's creators, Robin Thicke, Pharrell Williams and T.I., hurled into the dock. Those prosecuting accuse them of glorifying rape culture, claiming its very existence is, quote, a huge injustice to women everywhere, end quote. In its defense, some claim the controversy is mind-boggling, arguing the song is irresistible, inventive, and, quote, a catchy come on, end quote. Before long, Robin Thicke has become the poster child for provocation. His appearances generate headlines and record-breaking Twitter storms, and his name becomes synonymous with sleaze. But who does his controversial cancellation serve? And did he know exactly what he was doing? Welcome to Cancelled. I'm your host, Leah, and this is the show where we look back at some of the biggest attempts to cancel people, corporations, and even countries. You may think the subjects of our study deserve public disdain. You may think it's all a gross injustice, but it doesn't matter, because all of them were judged in the court of public opinion and ultimately cancelled. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. We're a new show breaking down the anime and pop culture news you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to bring something like this to life. Yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend (laughs) that I don't right now. Hold it in. And our current faves. Luffy must have his due. (laughs) And we agree on some things, but not on everything. Oof. I remember, what was that? <laughs> say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. Listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. If you're looking for a smoking gun, I can absolutely guarantee you, you will not find it. In October 2001, a series of letters filled with a deadly powder called anthrax were dropped into the U.S. mail system. What started as an unprecedented case turned into an unsettling mystery. Who sent these deadly letters, and why? From Campside Media and Sony Music Entertainment, I'm Josh Dean, and this is Cover Up Season 4, The Anthrax Threat, available now. Blurred Lines was a collaboration between singer and producer Robin Thicke and Pharrell Williams, written during a three-day writing session in July of 2012. Rapper T.I. later joined the duo, adding a verse several months later. Together, they crafted a song about trying to pick up a woman in a club, releasing it seven months later in March 2013. We've all heard those songs. So far, so good, right? You could be forgiven for thinking so. That is, until you actually hear what the song is saying. At odds with the upbeat, bouncing bass, funky rhythm and offbeat cowbells, the lyrics are openly misogynistic and draw on language frequently used to degrade and abuse women. The blurred lines which Thicke complains about in the song are for most of us crystal clear. The constant refrain repeated 18 times throughout the song is, I know you want it, 
a phrase many sexual assault survivors report rapists saying to justify their actions. Thick's character, if we are to assume he isn't speaking as himself in the song, appears entirely self-centered and unable, if not unwilling, to pick up signs from the woman he is trying to seduce. The distasteful lyrics don't end there. Thick swiftly turns his mind to victim blaming with lyrics such as, quote, the way you grab me must want to get nasty, end quote. Of course, the only reason a woman could be dancing with a man is because she wants to sleep with him, right? Wrong. Thick is one line away from suggesting the woman is asking for it. Paired with his insistence that he knows the woman is desperate to have sex with him, he repeatedly sings that she is, quote, a good girl, end quote, implying that the only reason she's not responding to him is that she's hiding her desire in order to play hard to get. By Thick's argument, it would appear that a woman would have to be bad to express her natural sexual desire, rather than this being perfectly normal. And it doesn't even end there. Further lyrics feature the blatantly violent phrase, quote, do it like it hurt, like it hurt, what, you don't like work, end quote. It's hard to think of a reading of this line which doesn't suggest that women are supposed to enjoy pain during sex and that their role is to ignore the pain inflicted upon her in order to please a man. Rapper T.I.'s verse is not excluded from the aggressive chauvinism of the song. In fact, some of the most sexually violent imagery is in his 30-second segment. He brags that women want to be treated badly, rapping that he will, quote, smack your ass and pull your hair like that, end quote, and that he will, quote, give you something to tear your ass into, end quote. Removing the lyrics from the shield of the pop beat puts them in the harsh, cold light of day. The sexual imagery is not only blatant, but threatening. And beneath it all, you can clearly see men who are unable to conceive a woman's disinterest. So far, not so good. Surely the music video at least tries to mitigate the damage. Well, it doesn't. In fact, it makes things actively worse. The video features a fully clothed Thick and Williams and T.I. as they dance with, leer at, and whisper into the ears of scantily clad models. The trio even released a second, unrated version, which contained female nudity and racked up more than 1 million views before being banned and removed by YouTube a week later for violating its terms of service. In interviews, the video's director, Diane Martel, said she wanted to handle the, quote, misogynist, funny lyrics in a way where the girls were going to overpower the men, end quote. She also noted that she intended the video to subvert power dynamics, placing men in an inferior position as the women ignored and mocked them. But when watching, it's hard to feel she succeeded. In both versions of the video, the men pointedly stare at the women's bodies and not at their faces. The women dance and play with oversized props as well as lighting cigarettes and opening bottles of beer for Thick, Williams and T.I., whose eyes rarely leave their breasts or buttocks. The result is complete objectification, adding yet another distasteful layer to the whole affair. A third version of the video was created as an advert for the Beats Pill speaker, featuring one woman in her underwear on her hands and knees with one of the speakers on their back. In what was an already familiar move by now, this video was promptly banned for its sexual content, this time by the Advertising Standards Authority. The bans didn't stop there. In the weeks after its release, Blurred Lines was banned from over 20 student unions in the UK, including the University of Edinburgh, who stated that it, quote, promotes an unhealthy attitude towards sex and consent, end quote. 
Critics fired at the song from all angles, labeling it rapey, misogynist, arrogant, and offensive. The carousel of outrage was spinning faster and faster with no sign of stopping. But how did the song's creators respond to this avalanche of criticism? Not particularly well. Pharrell told Pitchfork magazine the critics of the video, quote, just wanted to be mad, end quote, and complained to NPR that, quote, people miss the message and that there's nothing misogynistic about it, end quote. Thick's response was even more woeful and added fuel to the fire rather than dousing it. In an interview with GQ, he stated, quote, what a pleasure it is to degrade a woman. I've never gotten to do that before. I've always respected women, end quote. He also told online paper Digital Spy that critics, quote, needed to come up with something more original than calling his song sexist. What if you could become stronger, more resilient, cure disease, and all you have to do is get naked in the cold and breathe? You get into ice water, and instead of, like, freaking out, you relax. It's called the Wim Hof Method, and Gwyneth Paltrow and Justin Bieber love it. I do the ice plunge because it's good for your body. But there's also a dark side. How many people have died doing the Wim Hof Method? We can override even death! Listen on the podcast Infamous. That's Infamous, playing now. You may have heard of the podcast Juicy Scoop. Wondered what it is? Why aren't you listening? Well, I'm its host. Created it, been doing it for seven years. I'm Heather McDonald of Juicy Scoop with Heather McDonald. Now, I could tell you why you should be listening to my show, but my listeners wanted to write the ad for me, and here are some of the things they said. Not your regular Juicy podcast. Catch up on all the juicy topics from Hollywood and pop culture to true crime and beyond. Heather McDonald's Juicy Scoop always has great guests, great laughs, and great gossip. It's a comedian's take on the hottest headlines. Juicy Scoop is the pop culture news you want to hear. No BS, no filter, no filler. Raw, real, and in the moment. Throw in the hilarity of amazing comedians that you'll instantly be obsessed with, a juicy crime story, and a dash of normal life in L.A. moments, and you've got yourself an amazing week of Juicy Scoop. Two episodes every week, every Tuesday and Thursday. It will never let you down. In 2021, eight years after the video's release, one of the performers from the video revealed that Thick had sexually harassed her on set during filming. Emily Ratajkowski recounted the unsettling experience of Thick fondling her breasts without her consent. Something director Diane Martel also recalled, stating that she screamed at Thick and threatened to shut down production. Thick, according to Martel, quote, sheepishly apologized as if he knew it was wrong without understanding how it might have felt for Emily, end quote. As of 2022, Thick is yet to comment on the accusations. Considering this allegation and his comments at the time the video came out, the image Thick paints of himself as one of a man who was willfully ignorant, burying his head in the sand and ignoring the real-world impact of his harmful actions. Despite this being a troubling image, it's more comfortable than the idea that he may have known precisely what he was doing. As they say, any press is good press, and Blurred Lines certainly had a lot of press. Under US chart rules, YouTube views count as well as sales and streams. And what better way to get views than to double down on controversy? The lyrics already have people talking, drawing in new listeners by the day. Why not release music videos that would whip people into a righteous frenzy? The unrated music video was never going to last long on a public platform such as YouTube, so to post it there could easily have been a clever, calculated move 
from somebody who clearly wished to court controversy for their own profit. And it worked spectacularly. Blurred Lines initially debuted at number 94 on the US Billboard Hot 100 chart and slowly began to climb. However, once the controversial unrated video was released, the track shot 48 places up the chart to reach the top 10. The cultural conversation that exploded as a result of the music videos clearly drove money directly into Thick, Williams and TI's pockets. Blurred Lines eventually spent five consecutive weeks as the UK chart's number one, as well as a whopping 12 consecutive weeks at the top of the Billboard Hot 100 chart, the longest running of any song that year. It even earned two nominations at the 56th Annual Grammy Awards, including Record of the Year. Thick embraced his sexually provocative, sleazy image, appearing alongside Miley Cyrus at the MTV Video Awards in 2013, where he grinded his crotch against her behind as she twerked on him. This raunchy moment broke Twitter records with over 306,000 tweets per minute, mostly outraged. It could be argued that Thick's controversy helped Cyrus to shed her good girl image, but according to later comments by Cyrus, it appears Thick actively encouraged her to be, quote, as naked as possible, end quote, to fit with his public image. Thick's response to this was woeful as usual, telling Oprah, quote, I'm the twerky. I don't twerk myself. I'm just twerked upon, end quote, adding that the moment was, quote, all on her, end quote. With each and every appearance, Thick stoked the fires of moral outrage, gaining both fame and fortune as he went. It would appear that he didn't mind how many people came to know his name as long as they knew it. Famous or infamous, Thick's controversy has continued to blaze over the past nine years. In 2013, Lily Allen took aim at him in her comeback single, Hard Out Here, referencing his sexually violent lyrics and parodying his music video. As he prepared to release his next album in 2014, a planned Twitter Q&A with Thick was flooded with queries about his treatment of women both in Blurred Lines and also in his personal life. In 2015, Thicke, along with Pharrell Williams, was successfully sued for $5.3 million, as well as 50% of future royalties by Marvin Gaye's estate, who accused him of plagiarizing his song, Got to Give It Up. When the Me Too movement hit the mainstream media in 2017, protesters held up signs featuring the song's lyrics, as well as phrases such as, I'm not your good girl, I knew I didn't want it, and... There are no blurred lines in consent, just yes and no. In the same year, Thicke performed the song again at the Indonesian Choice Awards, stoking the embers of the debate once more in an outrageous move considering the global movement that year against sexual abuse and harassment. There was no sign of contrition in sight. In contrast, 2019 saw Thicke's collaborator, Pharrell Williams, finally turn his back on the song, stating, quote, I realize that there are men who use that same language when taking advantage of women, and it doesn't matter that that's not my behavior or the way I think about things, it just matters how it affects women, end quote. He concluded by saying, quote, I realize we are living in a chauvinist culture in our society. I didn't realize some of my songs catered to that, so that blew my mind, end quote. And that brings us to the present day. Thick is yet to disown blurred lines, in fact, when asked about it in a recent interview, he refused to. Instead, he stated, quote, I never saw it in that way when I sang it or performed it. Usually the crowd goes crazy. Even people who aren't big fans of mine, that's the only song they know, end quote. 
Unwittingly, Thicke has summed up the whole controversial conundrum in one line. By forcing himself into becoming a cultural flashpoint, Robin Thicke has become a household name. Love or despise him, we all know who he is, and we have all heard his song. So who wins? Well, nobody. Thicke's unequivocally sexist, damaging behaviour has cemented him as something of a cultural phenomenon. For nearly a decade, he has profited from courting controversy, using calls for his cancellation to his direct advantage. The only blurred lines here are between mercenary calculations and oblivious misogyny. Did he plan the whole thing? Or was this the act of an unwitting sexist striking spoiled gold? We'll probably never know, but the controversial fires he lit continue to burn. Perhaps now, nearly a decade later, it's time to starve their embers of oxygen. After all, it's us that's keeping it alive. This episode was written by Michael Shakravati. This is a Broccoli Production.